Hello everyone again, and uh, back here with another video, uh, just kind of a continuation of uh, a series of videos introducing uh, everyone to Alphi, to Elliot, and, and how things uh, are moving with our transition in our firm. Um, in our last video, we talked a little bit about uh, retirement planning, and there were four different risks that uh, are posed uh, in retirement planning that we have to address, and so uh, today we're going to talk some more in depth about those uh, about those risks, and uh, I'm going to let Elliot uh, give the floor to Elliot, I guess, and tell us a little bit about those different risks. Well, th this is extremely crucial, right? Um, so I'm going to actually jump back to something we talked about videos ago, okay. okay, and that was, you know, you mentioned over the course of your career as a CPA, you noticed there was issues, mm -hmm. things that needed to be fixed within the industry, the way we approach things. Right. Uh, and while you were going through that, I was going through the same thing, but from a different vantage point, from right. the viewpoint of a financial advisor, right? All right. Well, you know, we spoke about needing to, needing to bring people in a collaborative way on behalf of the clients, get these different professions on the same page, right? Well, one of the other things that, that I saw was that on my side of the table, investment advisors make a lot of money doing the same thing today that they did 10 years ago or 20 years ago, all right? Um, and I think this is a human nature, right? We receive information, right? How many people bought their first home in the 80s and their life's goal is to have their home paid off? Lots. A lot Lots. of my clients. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. Right? And if you go back and you talk to them about when they first purchased their home, what was the interest rate? Right? So what did I, we talked about in the last video, the, the risks. Mm -hmm. Sequence speculative return, sequence of bond yield, and sequence of inflation. Right? Well, uh, bond yield uh, and federal interest rates impact the cost of a mortgage, right? And in the 80s, 70s and 80s, the, the interest rates were very, very high. For me to carry that debt posed a lot of different risks. Today, interest rates are near zero. There's a big panic because the government might raise at one and a quarter percent. Right. Okay. Um, so zero plus one and a quarter is one and a quarter. Just <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I can, to yeah, prove I can yeah, still do math. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> and a 3% mortgage versus a 4% mortgage is still a fantastic deal, right? So so I saw that like it's, it's human nature just to keep doing the same thing that we did, even though the environment or different things within the environment have changed, uh, we have a hard time as humans changing with it, right? And so there's this thing called the modern portfolio theory that I mentioned where it was built in 1952 when the average male would live 12.6 years in retirement. Today we're living 26 years in retirement. And a lot of these concepts that you're familiar with stem from this. If you have a 401k or a 403b or a TSP account, you might have the option to invest in a target-dated fund. In a target-dated fund, you're just going to select the year of the fund in which you're closest to your retirement. So if I'm retiring in 2045, I'm going to select the target date in 2045 fund. Now it's going to start off with a small percentage of equity or stocks, which we view as growth, and I mean a large percentage in that category, and a smaller percentage in, in bonds. Another word for bonds is debt instruments, or a lot of times if you see a mutual fund or an ETF with the term income in it, it's going to be heavy, predominantly bonds. Today, you'll see some uh, dividend producing stocks in there as well. But the reason why is because the interest payment from a bond is the only source of guaranteed income. 
and anything provides guaranteed income, it's built on top of bonds. Right. So pension plans, it's built on bonds. Annuities, it's built on bonds. All right. Life insurance contracts, built on bonds. Right. Because that interest payment to be able to to buy a bond with a thousand dollars and receive a guaranteed two percent interest payment or twenty bucks every year for them and out, that's guaranteed income. Right. All right. Well. So as this targeted fund, as you approach retirement, it's going to shift following the modern portfolio theory, okay? It's going to shift from equity and growth and stock over to a bond position. But what's happened to bonds since this whole theory got created? Then nothing but got cheaper, pay less income. Yeah, the 10-year yield in the last 12 months got down to 0.56, okay? Like, who has enough money to invest in something that's producing a percentage point or less of a rate of return. Right. I, I don't I don't under I no one. And yet what are we still doing with portfolios? We're Building still the same way. Yeah. Oh I made you the 60-40 portfolio. And don't worry, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, when the market's plummeting 34% in February and March of 2020, your portfolio's built to handle this. Well, all you've really done is you've taken, if you think of a teeter-totter, right? And if I have 40, 60 pounds on this side and 40 pounds over here, what have I done? I've negated 80 pounds of my 100, right? It's the 20 pounds of equity that is free to grow because I've tied a lead balloon. I have 40 and equating, you know, it's not 40, it's probably isn't the best analogy. Um, and so, like at some point, people got to look at the changes that have occurred in the system and go, "Hey, this doesn't, this isn't working. This doesn't work, right?" And so, that's I think that's also one of the benefits that comes if I'm just a financial advisor and I'm operating on my own. I might hesitate to adopt a new approach, right? But if I'm a financial advisor and I'm a CPA and I'm your attorney and all three of us are working together, and we can acknowledge that, hey, bond yields aren't what they used to be, and for me to put 40% or 50% or 60% of my client's portfolio into something that's kicking out an infinitesimal fraction of what it used to, and that my client just doesn't have the resources remaining over here on the stock portfolio side to get the growth they're gonna need, right. I, I might have more confidence, right. because I have this team of people that are all seeing the same thing, right. and that are, and that are capable of coming together to create a solution, right? right? And so that, that, was, that was just kind of what I was talking about in that last video that I wanted to kind of hit on. Right. Okay. Well, and, and we're about out of time here, but I think this, so that, that leads to uh, something else that we will probably want to talk about in a future video is more of this active management model. It's not a 60-40 split and leave it and forget it. Uh, that's what Alpha brings to the table is that we're going to be actively involved in managing that portfolio so that we can... Uh, maybe be better on the rate of return. Yeah, and, there, and there's yeah. an opportunity right before COVID that. Well, yeah, uh, and so in February, in February, what did we do? We, we called on. every one of our clients and we moved everybody from an equity or a growth position over to a protected cash or bond position. Right. Once the market hit bottom, then we moved from the bond and cash position back to the equity right. and growth position. Right. Right. So we, yeah, we just take a more active approach. Mm -hmm. We can do this because, as we talked about in a previous video, we're limited to 100 clients per advisor. Right. So we're able to pay more attention, we're able to t be more active, 
in the management of your portfolio right. and ensuring that your plan succeeds. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. All right, well, that's all we have for today, guys. Thanks a lot.